bring your own booze episode two. Yeah. And guess who the guest is? Me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I thought I have quite a few stories of my own that I might as well just share mm -hmm. in the beginning and then, you know, always just told all at once and then everybody can just know. Right. Um, first off, what did you think of Tori's episode? Holy crap, it was so good and so terrifying. I did not sleep very good that night. Yeah, I I slept pretty good, but I also was up recording that, or not recording, I was up editing that episode until like 3 a.m. or like 3.30, you know, so I went through the witching hour. Yeah. <laughs> and I kept like, so I had my headphones on and I thought I kept hearing like a man talking outside of my door uh -huh. but like I was downstairs in my office and there's a door that goes to the outside down there and I kept I swear I kept hearing someone talking so I kept taking my headphones off like what is, is like that? is Mitch talking to me or? yeah and I'm like it's freaking in the middle of the night like no one's TVs are on yeah I'm the only person down here with headphones on and I keep feeling like I hear something outside of the headphones it could have been like maybe in the recording audio and maybe we heard people like upstairs in your house i listened to that episode though and i didn't hear any yeah i, didn't, I couldn't hear it either but i was like maybe my headphones are just really good <laughs> i don't know i have the best headphones ever i can hear yeah i can't tell you how many times i kept taking off my headphones being like what is that yeah i know i can hear someone talking that is spooky it was really spooky but like i but every time i kept taking them off i couldn't hear it yeah. So that's why I'm like, well, maybe it's just in the audio, but it is interesting that you didn't hear it. I didn't hear any extra people. Weird. I thought we would definitely hear the kids. Yeah. Like right. outside the door or whatever, because, man, you can't do anything without being interrupted 20 times. With Levi trying to have me fix his freaking cape for his vampire <laughs> costume. He wanted me to hold his freaking vampire teeth, which are disgusting and full of spit. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So, pro, yeah. it's like impossible to get anything done but but we did it we and did it, it and it was fun it was good it was spooky yeah. and perfect timing because it was at my halloween party and it was yeah. definitely set a spooky mood for sure right and we forgot to even ask like what tori was drinking i know <laughs> we forgot katie to. what are you drinking i'm drinking mountain dew oh you are yep what are you drinking i'm drinking uh coke zero nice and like the biggest cup i could find because i knew we'd be driving for a long time yeah Anyway, well, cool. Well, um, I am going to open this, though. One thing we forgot to do with Tori, too, is take a picture. Of our costumes and stuff. Of our costumes. And with us. Together. And with us, re like, recording. I thought that would have been fun, but we didn't even think about it. I think we were, like, it was our first episode of Bring Your Own Booze, and so, you know, we're learning, and we'll figure out kind of our, our groove. Our rhythm. But. Yeah. And I, I know that I, at least, was just so excited, you yeah. know? just to hear everything so then everything every, all the other details just kind of went out the window and tori is such a good storyteller right like her voice is just so like like comforting just, i know <laughs> you just want to listen to it all the time so yep. tori start a podcast <laughs> Seriously, right like you have a voice for it it's yeah great. we don't i hate listening to myself but oh, my voice just sounds so like stupid <laughs> i hate it like you sound like idiots <laughs> I hate it, but that's fine. We're doing it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. At least we know that we're idiots. So if somebody tells us, we're not going to be offended. I we're won't. Gonna, I really won't. be like, and? Right. <laughs> like, if you don't like this, that's okay. I'm not... 
that's the thing is this whole thing is not for everybody and I no. understand that. So if you don't like our podcast and you're still listening, you are an angel child. Like thank yes, you for honestly. listening even if you hate us. Uh you know, because it's not for everybody and also like our humor isn't always funny. We think we're funny, but we're not funny. Yeah. <laughs> if, if you've made it this far, like just know it's gonna get better. <laughs> we like, might learn how to do things well eventually. Exactly. Like we're we're learning and hopefully it's getting better for you as it's getting better for us. Yeah. Well let's hear it. Yeah, so you know what I for my stories, um I was trying to think of where it all started. Like my first my first experience. And okay. I wanna know and I feel like I've never talked about this as adults. So okay. I kinda wanna know if you remember this or if you had the same kind of experience as I did. Okay. But do you remember the the house that we grew up in in West Jordan? The the rainbow people? What? <laughs> <laughs> the rainbow people. I used to see people figures in rainbow. Like it was like the I don't know. It was just like they were rainbow like was it in our bedroom? Mhm. Cuz me and April shared a room and we had a bunk bed and it was right next to our parents' room upstairs. Yeah. Uh, it was split, split level. Yeah, it was a split <laughs> level house. Um, pretty pretty standard, at least in Utah. Like, 90s there's house. so many houses like that now. Yeah. The house I'm in right now is kind of like that. Yeah. Anyway, so uh, when I was little, when we were little, I remember laying there and seeing toys move on the floor at night. Moving on their own. I kind of remember that because I remember just assuming it was like Toy Story. <laughs> I have that in my notes. Oh, okay. So I remember mom told us, oh, uh-huh. it's just it's just like in Toy Story. They just come to life when you're sleeping or yeah. something like that. Like she explained it away to us in a Toy Story way. Yeah. And so apparently we both accepted that. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, okay. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, right. So I was like, wow, like my toys, my toys can do that. Yeah. So it wasn't scary, which, you know, honestly, looking back, like, thanks mom. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're not, like, trying to make it scarier than it probably could have been. Yeah. Um, but that was my first memory is just, like, laying in bed and, like, I know that toy is moving. Yeah, I remember hearing I know it. stuff in the toy box moving. Mm-hmm. Um, I also remember, like, the rainbow people, like, I would see figures walk into our room, but they were, like, a like a moving like the rainbow part of them of the outline of them was like I don't know how to explain it it wasn't like an aura? yeah okay yeah a rainbow aura yeah were they like black with rainbow around them no the whole thing was rainbow yeah wow i don't i didn't have that experience i like literally the entire time we lived there that's interesting right that's really but i haven't seen that anywhere else in my entire life and I didn't feel scared because it was rainbow I was like oh I mean this is just fine like yeah I mean it was better than probably something scary like a dark figure yeah I was just like "Hmm." Like, and it didn't bother me yeah but I remember it vividly that's interesting for sure anyway well that was my first memory um after that we moved when we were about seven eight maybe nine years old we moved to uh because April's a year older than me Yes, I'll just explain that. So I'm, right now I'm 27, April's 28. And so this was 20 years ago, we moved into a house in South Jordan. So we went from West Jordan to South Jordan Mm -hmm. to live with our grandma in her big house. And 
I, I don't know if you were there for this or if you remember, but do you remember one year on my birthday, we had balloons in the kitchen mm -hmm. and the kitchen ceiling had vaulted ceilings. Yeah. Or it was a vaulted ceiling. Oh dear. Oh, oh did you just punch yourself? Punch I your... just punched the steering wheel pointing <laughs> at the deer and that hurt so bad. Yeah. 
there was also the back door. Yeah. And it was wide open. I remember you telling me that. Wide okay. open. Okay, yeah. Okay. Back door's wide open. Next to the back door, we had a futon uh, couch. Yeah. And Josh was sitting on this couch, our brother Josh. Um, there's two Joshes in our yeah, family. Yeah, my husband and my brother, so <laughs> yeah. it's confusing. Our, our older brother Josh and then her husband Josh. Yeah. But our brother Josh um, was sitting on the futon, and he was sitting, like, upright, and there was an armrest to his right, and he, was, he had his elbow on the armrest in a perfect 90-degree angle. His hand was perfectly flat, and he was just, like, had this, like, weird, like, stiff posture. And he, and the TV was over to his left, and he was just looking at it, but not as if someone was comfortably watching TV. It was very not natural. Yeah. And I remember he looked very pale, too. Ugh. So I remember seeing him and being, like, uh, weird. But, yeah, freak. <laughs> but, like, honestly, like, our family, I don't know about you, like, at least for me, like, I feel like our family is very much, like, that's weird, but you do you. Yeah. You know, like, okay. <laughs> okay. Like, I'll ask questions later. Right. So, anyways, but I went upstairs for a reason. So, I see that. I'm like, that's weird. I took a mental note. Then, to my right, there's a little tiny staircase that led to another staircase that goes upstairs. Uh-huh. So, I wrap around. I go upstairs to our parents' room. And I see my mom. And then I see Josh, our brother, sitting on her bed. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm like, how did you get up here before me? And he's like, well, what are you talking about? I've been up here forever. <laughs> like, what are you, like, what? Oh. And I'm like, I just saw you sitting on the couch downstairs. And he's like, no, that wasn't me. So I remember I ran downstairs, like, that moment and looked, and there was nobody there. Was the door still open? The door was still open. What? And you know that makes me wonder? What? So, okay, so at the time I thought, oh, it's just a ghost, whatever. Years later is when I found out that demons can actually imitate your loved ones to make you believe that that's who it is. Like, like a doppelganger? Is that yeah. what that is? Yes, okay. doppelganger. So they can do that either by sight or sound. So like when you hear something and you're like, oh, I swear that was, like, if I heard you say my name and you weren't there, could be, could be a demon. The most terrifying thing ever <laughs> to me is that. Yeah. But you know what I was thinking about just last night? Like what? just last night. So I was writing these little footnotes here. What if, because the back door was open, uh-huh. black-eyed children? Oh. I don't remember seeing, I don't remember what his eyes looked like, but, like, he wasn't looking towards me, though. Because don't they act very, like, not... Not human. Not normal. Yeah. yeah. All right, so that was probably the, the That is, thing. honestly, like, I can just picture it in my head, because, you know... Yeah. It just is so scary to, like, have something unknown imitate your brother go upstairs and find your brother actually in the opposite place Uh (laughs) that you just saw him yeah it's just so like what was it its intention like what if i didn't go upstairs and approached him yeah what if you went and talked to him like what would have happened would there have been would you have to fight (laughs) (laughs) fight a demon like what would you what would have happened if you went and talked to him Right. And where you just went upstairs, like, what... I don't know. Like, the so intention weird. is scary to think about. Because it's like, I don't know what demons' intentions are. Yeah. But, like... Or, or what they're capable of. Like, totally, you know, like... Yeah. What a freaking uh, terrifying thing to think. I don't know. Yeah. 
Oh. So I have more. Okay. Um, so I worked at an urgent care. I'm not going to say which one because I think that what we did was... Uh, not allowed. Not allowed. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Not allowed. Um, anyways, I just don't want to get in trouble, but this was a while ago. A couple years ago. Um, what are they going to do? Fire you? <laughs> right? <laughs> I just don't want to get in trouble for like trespassing. Because like, we were supposed to be there. We were closing up. Yeah, but we did stay like an hour past closing. Oh, I see. Okay. Because we were like trying to investigate what the heck was going on. Okay. So it was kind of like one of those things where it's like, we really shouldn't have been there. We should have just gone out and like just left. But we're yeah. just like, mm, no. <laughs> Curiosity. It's hard. Yes. Okay, go ahead. So here's what happened. Me and my friend Callie, we worked the urgent care together. I was the medical assistant in x-ray tech and she was the receptionist. Every night, you know, we close at 10 and the doctor or the nurse practitioner, whoever was the provider, they, they leave yeah. after the last patient. Well, it was mine and Callie's job to clean up the whole, like, the whole urgent care and then also make sure that the entire building is empty and shut down. Yeah. So it was kind of a lot of work yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day. But anyway, so, uh, and we'd always have cleaning people around, so we knew, like, what their schedule was when they'd show up. Even, like, we knew their route, because they would always do it the same way. Yeah. We knew where they'd be at, at a certain time. Um, but a lot of the nights, like, we'd be sitting in the urgent care, you know, and she'd be counting her till, like, her money from co-pays and stuff, and I'd be doing my lab work, getting that ready to ship off for the lab. Yeah. And we'd be sitting there basically in silence, and we would hear chairs rolling around above us. And the room above us was a dental office. Okay. And, you know, we were the last people in the building, other than the cleaning people. And the cleaning people didn't have access to that. Oh. Yeah, so we would always hear, like, <laughs> like, around the room, like, all Whoa. the time. And we're like, somebody is up there. Somebody is up there. Yeah. They have to be. So we'd go up and we'd, like, kind of peek through the windows and stuff. There'd be nobody there. Nope. Oh my god. And it happened all the time. So we were like, alright, this place is haunted. Yeah, for you sure. Know? And, you know, me and her, like, we love paranormal. So we're like, let's just, let's, let's just pay attention. Let's just see what happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There were some nights where we would be sitting in the urgent care, you know, doing our thing. Same thing, it would be dead quiet, and you would hear footsteps coming near you. And the, the, the disembodied footsteps, <laughs> I refuse to be okay with it. Right? Like, the, and what's weird is that the, um, floor was tile and yeah. I remember one time we heard footsteps and it sounded like heavy boots like boom 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 Jeez. boom coming towards us uh-huh one time too I remember we were walking down a hallway and behind us we heard heels walking behind us like someone going interesting like right behind us yeah you know the one one kind of haunting is like the um what is it when like it's just like almost like a what I can't think of the word visual yeah, like a residual scene that keeps happening over and over again. Could be. Where it's not like someone is there, it, it's just a scene in history or a scene in whatever that just keeps replaying. Yeah. And that usually happens with like, I, I've heard it happens a lot for like uh, war, okay. um, like hauntings. Probably um, anywhere with trauma. Yeah, where it's just like, just the scene of what they did in that time keeps replaying and that it's not necessarily, uh, what am I thinking? Intelligent. Intelligent haunting. Yeah. Yeah, it's just replaying itself. That's very possible. So yeah, it could be residual, for sure. 
let me tell you about the billing office. Okay. Or actually, it was the call center room. Okay. Um, next to the billing office upstairs. So this is probably the scariest thing that happened at, in this uh, building. So we were closing up one night, and we did our same routine, you know, yeah. and the cleaning people did their same routine, and we always just waved as we walked by, we're like, hey, us again. Um, we went upstairs, and and so, like, how the phone system worked is right when closing time happened, so 10 o'clock, the phone system shuts down. So if you tried to call, you would just get a message saying, sorry, we're closed, and you need to call back tomorrow at 7 a.m. You wouldn't get to any kind of voicemail. It wouldn't ring anymore. You just get that automated voice or okay. the automatic thing. Yeah. On the other end of it, if somebody calls, the phone will not ring. It's like you won't, like the phones are just shut down. There's no, there's nothing coming through. Okay. So we're upstairs and <laughs> I was being a nosy, you know what, and I was actually across the hall in the security room looking at this surveillance videos because uh -huh. <laughs> I just want to see what they're looking at because like our HR person was very shady she had access to the surveillance at her house and would watch us from her house and then call and be like why aren't you working <laughs> it was a nightmare wait she it's oh oh I see what you're saying okay <laughs> sorry I was you're like good. why were you at her house no no sorry <laughs> so I that was like the command center and then she had access at home okay and so I wanted to see what she was looking at you know, yeah. cause she, I knew she was watching us like close up yeah. all the time. Anyway, so, uh, I was just being nosy in the security room. Callie goes into the call center because a phone started ringing mm -hmm. and she was like, that's not right. So she goes in there to, to check it out and there's a phone number on there. And so she answers it to tell them, sorry, we're closed. Call back tomorrow. Yeah. She answers it and when she picks up the receiver, it keeps ringing and it won't let her answer it. And so what? she's thinking, okay, well, maybe it's just a glitch, right? Uh-huh. Like, it's got to be just some kind of, like, weird thing. So she hangs it up. It's still ringing. It won't stop. Then, um, I walk into the room, and she looks at me, and she's like, did you just walk into the room? I said, yeah. And she's like, I watched you walk into the room twice. What? Yeah. And she's like, I watched you walk in, and then you walked in again. And I'm like... I just walked in now, though. She's like, I know that. What? But I saw something walk in, and I thought it was you. And I'm like, are you serious? Did you guys freaking run? At that same moment, every phone started to ring in that room. No way. And it was that same phone number. What? So she How? picks it up again. She's like, it's got to... It, I mean, they're all ringing now. So she picks up a different phone. Nothing. Well, so then we're like, okay, let's just get out of here. So we're freaking out. We're like, we have yeah. to get out. So we run downstairs, like basically ran. We go downstairs, and now we're on the south side of the building. We, there was, we called it the south side and the north side. We're yeah. on the south side. And we're just like talking about it now that we're like in a safe place. We're like, what the hell? Like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> and we're just trying to explain it. Like, okay, maybe like there's a glitch in like the phones. Like, we'll tell Hyde, we'll tell our HR person about it tomorrow, <laughs> you know? And... Anyway, so then we start walking to the north side, and all the MA pods, so the medical assistants, there was these little pods with computers. So it's like a circle, table, desk thing, and then there was four computers on each one. Okay. So one of these pods, there was a computer there of an MA who had surgery before, and she wasn't working for several months. Okay. So her station was abandoned, basically. Like, there's no keyboard. 
It's just a computer and like a phone. Okay. Like not even a chair. Like it's just eh, nothing. Yeah. Her phone starts to ring as we are walking by. I look at it and it says that it's getting a phone call from a certain extension coming from the lobby on the family practice side of the building. And I'm like, and okay. a phone in the lobby is calling this phone right now. Yeah. So without answering, so we're like, we're not going to play that game again. Right. So I told Callie, I'm like, you stay here and I'm going to go see if anybody's in the lobby. Yeah. So I just kind of go over to the hallway and just peek around the corner. No one's there. What the hell? So we both walk over to that extension that was calling that phone. Uh-huh. And we go through, she's like, well, maybe like that phone had called that number and like maybe there's a glitch. Maybe like all the phones are just wacky right now. Yeah. So she went back through the call history on that one phone to see like when the last time was that it called that extension. Uh-huh. It, it went back like seven days or something and it what? was not on there. <gasps> Holy crap. And nobody sat at that desk for months. So why? That is so crazy. Yeah. The, th- the thing about freaking all the phones ringing at once at when you're both there, it's just like, yeah, something's messing with you. Especially like having somebody else with you. Like part of me is super glad, actually not part of me, all of me is very glad that I had somebody else with me. It was extra eerie because it's like, what? Like, what was its intentions? You know, I guess like yeah. that's always my mind is like, what are your intentions? Like, are you trying to be funny and like mess with us? Or are you trying to like get Scare. us to go to go to a certain place? Yeah. Like calling us into certain rooms? Or trying to get you to leave. Like, I mean, yeah. there are so many different ways you can interpret it, but yeah. it's scary because you just don't know what. Yeah. I mean, it could have just been messing with you and thought it was funny, but like, and so, that's the hope, but. Yeah, it's Oh my gosh, that is so creepy. That that's terrifying. I nope. <laughs> uh, my most recent story. This one happened a little over a year ago, and it happened in the West Jordan house that me and Mitch uh, just moved out of because we had moved to Tula. This one freaked me out, and I saged the whole house because oh. I'm like that freaked me out. And I told like everybody that was close to me at the time, I told them about it, and every single person thought I was either making it up or that it it was explainable somehow and I just wasn't thinking about it uh-huh. you know but here's what happened so Mitch left for work early in the morning like 5 36 I was getting up at like 7 I was kind of like half awake half asleep and I rolled over like towards where he would have been sleeping and then I realized that he was gone so then I moved my feet closer because like I left my feet behind and then I dragged them forward like to his side of the bed mm-hmm. and I felt a foot. <gasps> I felt somebody else's foot under the blankets. Flesh. How? I know. And I jumped out of bed. I'm like, what the effing hell? <laughs> How? What yeah. is going on? Yeah. And I remember there wasn't a body next to you. No, I just felt a foot. Ugh. Like a, an adult foot. Yeah. Next to my bare foot. <laughs> like right. it's still like it makes my feet cringe because I'm just like <laughs> I I can't explain it. Yeah. How do you explain that? I have no idea. That's scary. Yeah. That was the most recent, so I just saged the house and Oh my gosh, that is so spooky. <sighs> do you feel like you have like a sensitivity to because I, the only thing that I've experienced, other than feeling creeped out in the basement and then seeing, like, when I was a kid, I saw, like, color people or, like, the, you know, rainbow people. Mm-hmm. 
Um, other than that, I don't have any other experiences ghost-wise or paranormal. Do you feel like you are more sensitive to that? Honestly, I feel like I could be, but I don't know. I, I just feel like every time that something's happened, it seems like whatever it is is trying to get my attention. Yeah. It's not like trying to comfort me Yeah. or like throw something at me. It's more like, hey, I'm here, you know? Yeah. So I, I do wonder sometimes, I'm like, who is it? What is it? Yeah, who is it? What is it? What do you want? What can I do? Like, that's that's just kind of how I keep thinking about it. I'm like, why do you need me to help you? Or like, yeah. why do you need my attention? Like, why? Yeah. <laughs> you know? And then too, like, is there anything I could do? You know, like, right. should I ignore those things? Or should I be more open to it? It's, I it's feel hard like to know. It's hard because you don't know if it's something dark. Yeah. And like, if you open yourself to it, then what? are you opening yourself up to, you know? Exactly. And so it's hard if you don't know what's, what it is or who it is. I don't know. It's just scary because it's, I feel like it's scary to open yourself up completely to that because I, like Tori was saying in our last episode that she's like, I know that if I let, like, or open myself up to something that it, it won't be good right. for her. And so... But then some people who are like mediums, yeah. you know, they find that they have this gift and then they open it up and it can be really helpful to people, you know, yeah, it could. if they're using it for the right thing. Yeah. But it's, oh gosh, it's so, you just don't know. You really don't. And there's not a lot of resources I'm sure out there that are like, oh, this is how you do this and this is what you do to handle this. Well, yeah. And like, and who do you talk to about it? You know, right. like your family is going to believe you or listen to you sure but like then they can't like what kind of advice could they give right you know? I don't know oh scary my gosh well that's good I mean like I remember hearing this story about the doppelganger type thing that was at our house but like I remember you telling me about the back door being open and it does add a piece that just is a little bit more like sinister yeah it's like okay it came in mm-hmm. and then left and left the door open like it was and who left the door open did it open it by itself right like what because I don't like the idea that they can open doors I don't like the idea that they can right. touch things or unlock something. or unlock doors or whatever because that means that it has access to other things and it but then but once you get to the point where you like doggy like you're a ghost if you were a ghost (laughs) and you were able to open and touch things and whatever isn't that poltergeist or is that all ghosts because i feel like i don't know i mean like i I don't understand hold on so according to google it says in ghost lore a poltergeist is a type of ghost or spirit that is responsible for physical disturbances such as loud noises and objects being moved or destroyed most claims about or fictional descriptions of poltergeist show them as capable of pinching, biting, hitting, and tripping people. Ugh. Yuck. But they are able to physically move things. Yeah. I feel like a ghost haunting is less aggressive than that. A poltergeist yes, haunting maybe that's is more aggressive. So if you can go through a wall, you're a ghost. <laughs> yeah. If you can't, you're If you a have demon. to open a door, you're a poltergeist demon. Alright, well that's it for our second Bring Your Own Booze episode. The next one's going to come out on 
November 21st, which is the Sunday before Thanksgiving. Sweet. Yeah, so if you want to, like, a, you know, if you want to uh, send in your own personal paranormal stories, it doesn't have to be local, it doesn't have to be a super long story, or it can be super long, we don't care. No, we don't care. Uh, but yeah, write us in. Uh, you want to write your story to stories at hauntingcold.com. You could be selected to be featured in a future Bring Your Own Moves episode. And you don't have to be interviewed for it if you would feel more comfortable just writing in your story. That's totally fine too. And we just read it. That's okay. Uh, but if you want to be able to share your story with your own words and details and things like that is perfectly it, fine too. Yeah, it does add another level of like person like make it more close to home I think if yeah. you get to tell your story right and um, we can ask questions too about it you know right like wait so what happened with this or how'd you feel when that happened right whatever so so I mean it's up to you whatever you're comfortable with but we'd love to hear any of your stories they could be paranormal they could even be true crime okay. if you have a true crime story okay or have a connection with any true crime situation that yeah. Really just anything personal. We want to hear it. Let's yeah. get personal. <laughs> I don't know if that's a song. But no, it's physical. Let's oh. get physical. Physical. Uh, yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening and find us on Instagram at Haunt and Cold Podcast and our website at Haunt